Season 3, Episode 12, Sometimes You Gotta Wing It. So being a music producer, typically we are beat makers. Well, at least that's who I'm talking to on this podcast is beat makers, right? In the music production industry, we have mastering engineers, mixing engineers, even people who just like recording. Around here, it is not about any of that stuff. We are beat makers, which means we are using our MIDI keyboards, virtual instruments, creating custom drum loops from one-shot drum samples. And I always try to tell you guys that is the biggest reward if you can truly learn that stuff because you can truly find your own sound. You will never get beat block. You will always be able to just flow because you have put the time in to learn the beat making secrets. All right, so before getting into this episode, if you guys want to learn how to make professional beats with FL Studio, you can go to itsgratuitous.com forward slash FL Studio. I have some free training videos for you. You can sign up, check them out. And if you're interested, there is a beginner's bundle there for you, which contains my FL Studio Beginners course and my FL Studio Beginners book. That's itsgratuitous.com forward slash FL Studio. All right, so a lot has been going on since the last episode. So I actually have not worked on the serum course yet. I'm sorry for that. And there's a couple of reasons which we'll talk about in this episode. I was actually just playing with Serum today. So I am continually practicing with Serum. And honestly, Serum is a very, very hard synth to, to teach with. So in other words, like I can create this course and make it very, very boring and dry and saying, oh, this is this knob and this is what this does. But I want to teach you guys how to use it as a beat maker. And as I keep practicing with Serum, I just feel that I, even myself, I just got to learn it a little bit better. I've been using Serum for probably seven or seven years at least now. And I've read through the help manual at least two good times. And I've created tons and tons of free and paid Serum presets. So I have put a lot of time and a lot of hours into using Serum. And I still feel that I'm just like a noob at it. Because again, I'm a beat maker. I'm not a sound designer. And I always tell you guys, if you want to learn to make really, really good beats, always use a rompler. It's the easiest way. But using tools like Serum, Silence One, and Pigments does allow you to learn how to get the sound that you're looking for over time. And another really big benefit of understanding how to use those synths is how to undo presets. So for example, let's say there's a preset and you like it, being able to tweak it to how you want, that's a huge skill to have, right? So for example, imagine the tail is too long. Well, is the tail too long because the reverb is too long or is the tail too long just because the release knob is too long? And honestly, just being able to just to dial back that release knob and tighten up the sound can really, really give you the sound that you're looking for. Because when we're making our beats, you have to understand that we have our plucky sounds. These are sounds that really, really stand out in the beat, but they're really short in tail, right? Then we have our sustained sounds. These are sounds that are very long, right? And if you think this way, it just allows your beats just to be a lot clearer and it makes the mixing a lot easier. So um, okay, so again, the serum course is coming. I'm working on that. Uh, again, I'm practicing in the background. And when I create it, I promise that it will be worth your time and it'll be enjoyable. You'll learn a lot, again, from a beat maker's point of view. Okay. A couple of things that I want to follow up on. So one, I was talking to you guys in a previous episode where I bought a mountain bike, right? And it was a higher quality mountain bike. It wasn't super expensive, but it was, you know, a decent amount of money to get a good experience. And I'm still having problems with it. 
So again, I'm telling you guys in this music production industry, it's not about how expensive something is. It's about, does it work? All right. If something is $20 and it just works phenomenal, like perfect, like that's what you want. You don't have enough time to try this piece of equipment and this piece of equipment. And so this bike that I purchased, the shocks seized. And I have had bikes over my years as a kid or whatever, and they've always had shocks on them. The shocks have never failed. And this one, like they would not go up and down. I brought it into the bike shop. Thankfully, it was under warranty. They've been super awesome, but it was super funny. I brought the bike in and they're like, hey, Riley. And, you know, because I've been in there before, like I was telling you, I think the brakes weren't doing good. They fixed those and now they're great. That's awesome. But now the shocks are seized. And so I told them, I said, hey, the shocks are seized. And they're like, seized? Like, that sounds really weird, right? So the guy comes and tries them and he's like, ooh, that's not good. So they bring the manager, he tries them and he's like, okay. So now it's under warranty, the shocks, right? They seized. What I'm saying is, hey, I thought I was going to be purchasing like a really good bike to the point where it's like, I don't need to bring it in unless I need to switch brakes, you know, replace brakes or maybe something breaks over time, whatever. But these are just little things from a brand new bike and they're not working very good. So moral of the story, more money does not mean better. It just means you need to find the tools that work for you. The tools that work for me, they may not work for you, but generally I like to work really, really simple. Yes, some of the tools cost a bit of money, but it's, you know, you just pay, you get to enjoy that product and you get to make high quality music, okay? The next thing I want to talk about is I've actually been doing a photo shoot. So there's a new website for music production courses coming very soon. They asked me to submit my courses, but I also needed to submit some special photos. I didn't have them. So I had to do a photo shoot and thankfully I had tons of different lighting and I had like a white background from just over the years of doing uh, courses and stuff. I've been very busy in regards to just kind of running the business in behind the scenes. So if you're on the email list, I will send you a picture of the kind of little studio setup I had for photos, as well as maybe a couple of the pictures of how they turned out. And the turnaround time was pretty quick because in order to hire a professional photographer, first of all, you got to find a, uh, you have to find somebody hoping that they're good. Just like I'm saying, just because someone charges more money doesn't always mean that they're better. That is something that's coming up. So I'll let you guys know about that. But again, my courses are on very reputable music production websites like Modern Producers, ADSR Sounds, or again, you guys can visit my website, um, wherever you feel comfortable learning. But if you guys ever want to stay updated with what's going on, again, you guys can always join the newsletter just by visiting the website there, okay? The last thing I want to say is Beat Tapes by Gratuitous Volume 10 is done. If you're on the newsletter, you guys will get to see the artwork, which is now complete. I listened to the beat tape over and over and over, and I think it's ready for release. I want to actually create a course on how to, like I already have a course on how to release a professional beat tape. Again, that's in the platform, but I want to create a specific course about how to prepare your music for online distribution, such as if you want to submit it to Spotify or wherever. I want to walk you through the whole process in regards to organizing your folders, because again, I've been creating these beat tapes by Gratuitous for many years. This is volume 10. So from volume one, volume two, volume three, etc., all the way to 10, it needs to be organized for a fast workflow, because if I want to go to volume one or volume seven, everything is organized. I know exactly where things are, and I will be creating a course on that here soon as well. So be on the lookout for the course about online distribution for your music. Again, I like to do beat tapes because they're amazing for practice. 
and the serum course is coming too. Again, the serum course has been pretty tricky because again, I have to learn it a little bit better to really, really be able to improvise like I normally do in my courses. Most of my courses are just on the fly learning because, you know, when I'm making my beats, that's usually how I make beats. And I kind of walk you through step by step, you know, what's going on in the trainings. But this serum course, because it's, you know, learning synthesis is very, very hard. Like e even just learning ADSR. So attack, decay, sustain, release. Then some of them even have that hold in there too, right? And when you're first starting, just learning that concept of ADSR is pretty overwhelming. But I want to make it more than just learning ADSR, learning like, oh, here's the serum interface. Here's this knob. Here's what this does. So again, I'm not an expert sound designer, but I have designed a lot of presets over the years. And again, when I'm designing my presets, I'm designing them for a beat maker. Okay. What you'll notice when you go through any synthesizer, it doesn't matter if it's serum, silent one or pigments, the actual presets, most of the time are not designed for beat makers. And if you're confused by that, you really need to understand what is a good preset for a beat maker. So for example, we have film music, someone who scores musical compositions for movies, or there could be people who are using sounds to create games or sound effects and stuff. There's different presets for different usages, but when we're a beat maker, I really always need to have those presets really, really good for chords. I need them to be able to be playable in high octaves and low octaves. And then even to take it further, what type of genre are you making? Because, you know, as a beat maker, you can be creating dance music. You can be creating hip hop, rap. But let's talk about, let's say, dance. When we talk about dance, there is so many different genres of dance. So when we're choosing sounds for, let's say, dance, you know, is it house? Is it tropical? Is it electro? Is it... Uh, hard style? Is it jump style? Whatever style of dance music you're making, you want to be selecting presets that emphasize that style of music, right? But the underlying principle for those genres is many times you need to make sure that they're good for chords. And what you'll notice when you go through the default presets is many times they're not very good for chords. And if you don't believe me, go through them and try playing chords yourself. And if you struggle with chords and learning the piano and stuff, again, you guys can check out my piano lessons for producers. It's helped so many people learn the piano with improvisation as a beat maker. All right, so there you guys go. So a little update on the bike, which, you know, I, I don't want to keep talking about the bike, but it's just the whole thing I was trying to tell you. It was a pretty expensive bike and I've had nothing but problems with it. I have purchased really cheap stuff over the years and sometimes it's perfect so again money does not always mean quality and it also doesn't mean convenience either so sometimes you have to figure out what tool works for you and that could be just be your secret you don't always have to share things right the second thing is i again i was doing a photo shoot i had my mom taking the photos and then the last thing is again volume 10 of beat tapes by gratuitous is now complete if you are on the email list i will send you the artwork and be on the lookout for the actual official release for you to listen to it and again i will be planning to create a course about releasing your music to an online distributor about how to properly prepare it also be on the lookout for this serum course, which I am continually practicing here in the background, but I want to make sure it's enjoyable, that you learn a lot, and it's all designed from a beat maker's point of view. 
I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Again, don't forget about that free FL Studio training by going to itsgratuitous.com forward slash FL Studio. 